What's going on, guys? It's uh, Dustin with the Survivor Aaron's podcast, and um, Josh decided to switch things up on me at like the literal last second. It's like, hey, Dustin, you're going to introduce the episode. So, um, yeah, so we're just not going to introduce Josh because he decided to do something like that. We're just going to continue on like he's not here. Um, anyways. Uh, nah, hold up. The wiz. <laughs> I am the wizard, and I got to enter. Oh, hold on, here. hold on, no, 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 no! I'm the wizard. That was established. No, in I'll last take episode. the warrior, a dragon slayer. Yeah, you can be the dragon slayer. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I've been thinking about this all week, and I was like, I want to switch things up and see how it is. See how I <laughs> see how he, you know, introduces the podcast. <laughs> well, it was amazing. So I don't know what you're expecting, if you're expecting anything less. Yeah, this podcast is going to get 100 I mean, honestly, honestly, like, first off, you know, uh, let me think. All right, so we're on the front end, we're going to be like, hey, guys, go follow us on Twitter at the Analyst Podcast, because for whatever reason, we can't get... The handle? Is that what they're called on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Survivor Analyst, because some dude in, I think it's Brazil or something, has it, and it just sucks. Anyways, so me and Josh just finished watching episodes 10 and 11 of Survivor Token Jeans. And honestly, um, as it's getting closer and closer to the end, things have started ramping up really, really fast. And it's, uh, it's been very enjoyable. Um, coach is still around for some god awful reason. Um, <laughs> but other than that, other than that factoid, this is, let's, it's been let real me fun. say something. It's been real fun. Please, How please. boring would this season be if coach wasn't even there? Um, I mean, like you still had Tyson and stuff. I mean, I, granted, granted, I, I I will give you the fact that Coach as a as a character is entertaining, but he's starting to grate on my nerves. Like he has run his entertainment value. <laughs> by by the end of episode ten, I, I was like, okay, can can we be done now? Can he go home? I'm tired of him. No, I want to see more. More coach, more. I want to see him quoting all kinds of inspirational quotes and 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 going on whitewater rafting trips and all kinds of crazy stuff. Honestly, like I don't I don't know how Coach hasn't started his own YouTube channel and like doing that kind of stuff because it, it's probably fairly entertaining. It's except. Except he would actually believe all the stuff that he would be saying. And then that part, that part wouldn't be entertaining. Well, you know, he's a busy guy with his coach, soccer coaching and his, you know, sympathy, er, symphony, symphony conducting. Uh, He's a busy guy. He's not very sympathetic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he probably thinks he is, but then... Uh, he uses some backwards logic to get out of it, like we see in this episode with with Sierra, because this dude just, for whatever reason, 
Sierra has become like the biggest villain in this season. I don't understand. Like, where do you think it's coming from? I I don't know. I I think what it is is that when you're after somebody, when you want to target somebody, it's easier to be against them if you try to villainize them or something in a way like oh this is this is an evil person that's why we have to get rid of them in that way because if you're looking at somebody and you have to get rid of them and you see them as a regular person that's in the game just like you and it, it makes it harder for you to want to be against them but if you're ever there like oh well you know she's evil she's out to get us she's a liar and a backstabber then you know it's and i think a part of it is like uh, a kind of a group mentality of like, oh, we we need to get rid of her because she's coming after us. And I, I feel like when you when you're targeting somebody, it's easier to vote them out when you villainize them in your head as they're they're a backstabber, they're a liar. That's that's fair, but like the only people who have legitimate reasons to feel that way are. JT, and I guess technically coach, because she technically wrote down coach's name uh, with uh, Brendan at the previous tribal council. But other than that, like, nobody, like, Debbie doesn't, Tyson doesn't, right? I, I can understand general dislike of a person. You know, maybe she's super annoying or something like that, and that's why you want to get her gone. But to to say that she's been like a backstabber and a liar, I think is pretty far from the truth because she, she's been loyal to the people that, you know, she was going to set, she stated she was going to be loyal to. Like, I think she had all intentions of, um, sticking with Brendan, uh, with Taj, uh, with Steven and, and JT because you know, the person that she trusted the most and Brendan had come around and was like, no, we need to, we need to keep JT around. And she seemed 100% on board with it. So I think the accusations that she was just a disloyal backstabbing bitch to kind of paraphrase what JT said about her, um, are pretty far from the truth. So. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of finger pointing going on. Uh, Sierra's pointing fingers at, at coach and coach and them's pointing fingers at like, and he's like, well, you weren't loyal to us. You vote, you know, you, you were supposed to be with us and you wrote my name down. Well, coach, wasn't you supposed to be with Tim Peer and everybody and you vote down Brendan's name? Yeah. You're just, you did the same thing she did. Yeah. Coach just has a louder voice and he's managed to keep a more prominent role within the tribe. So that's the only reason. I think people have cared to listen to what he has had to say about Sierra in general. But yeah, so there's a lot of hypocrisy going on, which, right, there's always that level of hypocrisy uh, within Survivor, right? It's, it's part of the game. Everybody, if you're playing the game well, you're, you're probably lying and you're probably backstabbing people. Um, I think maybe there's like a low-key way of playing the game where you don't, you don't necessarily get painted uh, in such a villainous light. Um, like I think of Tommy from, uh, Island of the Idols where he technically, he, you know, he was part of blindsides and stuff like that. But at the end of the game, nobody was like, yeah, he's a jerk. Like he backstabbed, you know, so there's a way to do that. And I think that's what the way Tommy played the game is what coaches wanted, coach wanted to play, but he 
ended up being way too boisterous and loud and like his hypocrisy showed too much. So anyways, all that to say is, you know, that's, that's par for the course, I think. Um, so for anybody to sit there and, you know, point out somebody else's flaws or reasons for doing that or anything like that, they just, they just kind of paint themselves into a, you know, into a corner. So anyways, all that said, you know, just to kind of lead into the next couple episodes, um, and episode 10, how did it start off? I don't remember. Started off with Sierra and she's going around, she, and this is what I think was a mistake for her. She's like, Oh, I just, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm like, and she tries to like distance herself between with her and and brendan saying like oh well i wasn't even really talking to him that much like this plan we came up with we just talked about it for a few seconds and i just i went with it and and i was like i made a mistake and i'm i'm sorry like i'm like i would have never wrote your name down and and she goes to tyson and she says you know and she's over there crying with him and stuff and she's like well you know, I'm not, I wasn't the mastermind. I was just the person that went with it. And he's like, well, of course, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I believe you there because I know you're not smart enough to be the mastermind. Tyson was such a trick. I was like, <laughs> ruthless. Episode, dude. Like, and it was like earlier in the season when it was just to the confessionals, like it was funny, you know, but now that he is actively bringing it out in front of people and saying it to them directly, it started across the line. Like, it went from funny to being really bad taste. Like, Tyson was being a bully, in my opinion. And so, and that's, that's coming from a t- person who likes Tyson. Like, I like Tyson, um, as a, as a fan of the show. He, maybe top 10 players for me, just entertainment wise, at least. Maybe not strategy, but I haven't watched all the seasons that he's been on for me to say firm if I think. He's he's been a really good strategic player, but all that aside, so you think aside, he earned his villain? Oh heck yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Also, with that, with while we're chasing that rabbit real fast, um, I think that coach or not coach uh, that according to this, these last couple episodes, Sierra was the biggest villain of the tribe and or of the game. And so she should have took anybody's, should have took Coach's place on Heroes versus Villains. IMO. Well, if if Coach wasn't there on Heroes versus Villains, we wouldn't have got, uh, you're a little man, Coach. Listen, and that, for that reason alone, I'm okay with him being there. But I'm just saying, like, from the way that everybody um, painted Sierra out to be in these two episodes... Like, she, there's no reason that she shouldn't have been on Heroes vs. Villains with, you know, like, if you're going to pick anybody from this particular season to be on the villain tribe, it had to be Sierra. <laughs> but that didn't happen. And maybe she didn't want to go. Maybe, like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's some stuff going on that we don't know about, but. Well, who can blame her? She didn't want to go back after all the crap she had to go through this time. <laughs> Listen. Listen. She's See, over there crying and people berating her. Of course you don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's understandable. That's understandable. But there are also a few parts in it um, while watching where, and granted, right, editing and stuff could have probably playing into this a lot. But 
they caught her like smiling kind of deviously. And I'm like, hmm, some of those tears are probably fake because she knew what she was doing, right? She definitely knew that she was trying to stay and she probably was doing anything possible to try and, and do that, whether it was playing on people's emotions or, you know, being willing to make a fool of herself to prove that she wasn't uh, the one lying in a particular situation or something like that. Um, so she, I, I think Zira had a lot more guts than people give her credit for. Anyways, anyway, so yeah, we get back, we get back from uh, tribal council. Brendan's been voted off, and I think I agree with you. I think it's always better just to own what you did than go back and just kiss ass. I mean, that's a viable way of possibly staying in the game, but nobody really likes that kind of player. Like, you don't do anything to... I mean, at, the, at most, you end up showing that you weren't very loyal to begin with if you go back and suddenly are willing to throw the person who you were just aligned with uh, under the table or on the train tracks or whatever, however the freaking saying goes. Throwing under the bus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I, table, train tracks, got nowhere near bus. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel like when people do that, when they're like, oh, well, I, w- I wasn't even with them, uh, the, the rest of the tribe, they're just going to be like, well, you, you think I'm stupid or something? Yeah. Like, you know, and then it, it's just, I think it makes you even look worse than that, so... Um, I feel like she should have been like, okay, good job, guys, you got me, and and then would have. I think there was better ways, and I think by the end of this first episode, she kind of gets to to the kind of pitch that she should have been making this whole time. Um, yeah, but I, she I she this this whole oh I made a mistake, I'm sorry, I, I am loyal to you guys, and I just didn't mean it. That's no, that's mm-hmm. just, that's not going to work. No, and especially she goes to, and she's, the, she don't go to JT or Steven or anybody else that could actually help her. She goes to the people who she just blindsided who are definitely not going to listen to her. Like Jay or like coach and Tyson. And of course they're not going to give her the time of day. No, uh, Yeah. She definitely made a very poor judgment call with the people she went to talk to. I think, and I don't really know why during this episode her and Aaron kind of butt heads. So I don't really get why Aaron was doing that. Maybe just to try and make herself look loyal or something. But I really think she should have went to Taj and Aaron. Uh, maybe Steven. I think Steven has proven that he's willing to give an ear to somebody. Um, but, you know, Coach and Debbie have been super vocal about uh, that the fact that they don't like you and that they wanted you to go home. So yeah, it was very stupid of her to be like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I wasn't really going to vote for you or, or, uh, I mean, I did, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> you know, that's that not smart on her part. I don't know. So do you, you think, what do you think she should have done? I think she should have been like, like- who, if you were her, who would you have gone to? What I would have done was it, right after tribal council, I would have just been like, okay, guys, you got me. And then kind of laid low a little bit. And then, um, and then after that, 
you know, the immunity challenge, then being like, okay, this is the perfect time to get rid of Tyson because, you know, if we get rid of him, it opens up because Tyson's been dominating these challenges. He won the first two in a straight. Now's the time because if we don't get him out now, he could go on a run. And if he goes on a run, none of us is going to win immunity. And then he's just going to take this whole game. So if we need to get rid of him, he's a threat. And then it opens up the game for other people to, to win immunities. And that includes you, JT, or Steven, or Taj, instead of just him running the game. So you think she should have went directly to the old uh, Jollipile tribe? I don't think like directly straight after, but I think with some time, I think that's her only play. Yeah. So do you really think it would have worked with JT, though? Like hearing it from her? I think it, it, I mean, I think it could have. I mean, when Steven and, and, or Steven or Aaron or whoever brings it up, I think that, you know, he's like, oh, you know what? Hey, they do have a plan that Tyson's been, he won the first two immunities. This, you know, this might be the only chance for us to get him out. Right. So I agree, right? I think that that would have been her best route. And like you said, she, eventually gets there by the end of the episode um but i think that it probably would have like if she had done that in my head right and which i don't know that she knows jt necessarily feels this strongly about her being around but if assuming she does right um would have been better for her to go to Taj and then, and Steven and then kind of be like, so can you mention this to JT and see what he thinks due to his strong dislike of Aaron or something like that? Because in this episode, um, while they're discussing it, like I said, you know, JT had some very strong words for Aaron, but also was like, you know, if we're going to vote for Tyson, I don't want Aaron to know because, uh, Talking about Sierra, or yeah, Sierra. Excuse me. I don't want Sierra to know because I don't want her to think that we're with her. So yeah, this, that, that's why you know I would tweak it just that much with not her going directly to JT about it because then I think he possibly would have been turned off completely just due to who it, who it was presenting the idea. But but again, right? I don't know. We don't know if Sierra knows that or not. So. Yeah, I think Sierra, yeah, going to Steven probably would have been the best. Because Steven, you can see he's more of uh, an analytical player. Mm-hmm. And he uh, appeals to like a logical reasoning. And when you say, hey, you know, now's the chance to get rid of a big threat. We might not have another shot. And you can see the wheels turning when, you know, when that scenario comes up and he he's like, you know what? Maybe now is the chance to get rid of Tyson. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so we have the whole little thing between Tyson and, uh, Sierra. Sierra basically gets called a stupid such and such directly to her face by Tyson. And then does it go, it goes directly into the reward challenge, right? Which was, it was a feast, right? Yeah, um, but they had to, 
That was where they had to run out and grab the little big puzzle pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. with the holes in it. I've, honestly, I've never seen this before, so I don't know if this is like new to this season or not, but I really, really like that idea. I was like, this is a lot more involved than I've any puzzle challenge that I can think of. Was this the first time that it had been? I think it's the first and last time. I don't think... I know it's... I'm pretty sure it's the first time, and I... I, I can't remember another time where this challenge came back, so... Yeah, it is interesting where they had to line up the holes and stuff like that. Hmm. We need to sit down and do an episode of favorite uh, reward challenges one day. So, where would you, I guess, without revealing too much of your personal uh, favorites, where would you say you kind of rank that challenge? This one... Probably mid tier. It's not like, oh, I, this is a most memorable challenge that, you know, I, I, it's not one that I would come off the top of my head and be like, oh, is that, you know, I would be like, oh yeah, that one challenge in Token Chains where they had to align the holes and like I wouldn't be able to just come up with that with uh, at the top of my head, but uh, it, it's definitely not a bad, and I think it is an interesting twist to a challenge to like this puzzle ta- puzzle challenges instead of just. Like oh, putting a put putting together a puzzle or a word scramble. It's like you got you got to put together a puzzle. It's like a, a hybrid put together a puzzle and word scramble in a yeah. way. It's honestly it kind of aside from it having aside from like just having to do it. Um. Because so the point of the challenge was that they had to run out, pick up these big board things, bring them back, flip them around so that the holes lined up so they could see um, vowels. I think right, it was vowels. Yeah. Um, so if and it was just all the vowels, so um, it didn't really make much sense to me that it just happened to be all vowels. I think. I would have preferred it to have been like they got a lot more specific. Like say they had a bunch of tiles full of vowels or something, several of each, and then which I guess they could. No, 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 no. So yeah, it could still work. The several of each kind, and they had to line up the holes perfectly so that they know which vowels they needed to get from this big stack. Instead of just, all right, once you line it up, you're good. Then you, because it did seem kind of jagged at that part. Um, because like normally Jeff goes and checks and stuff and then they're like, no, no, we got it. Let's go. And so I was, I would say now that I'm thinking back on it a little bit more critically, I, I could probably agree that it was being a little more mid than what I was thinking, but I, it definitely was different. That's for sure. Yeah, that's why I would say mid tier. It's you. It's a unique challenge, and you know it's interesting. But I wouldn't put it like, oh, this is, you know, an amazing challenge or anything. Yeah. Anyway, so the teams end up being broke down into Coach Stephen, Sierra, and Aaron, Taj, Taj, Taj. Yeah, and then the other team, the red team, is Debbie, Aaron, JT, and Tyson. 
Because JT, boy, when he was running out for them puzzles, yeah. he was leaving Aaron behind. He pretty much, Aaron didn't really have to do anything but look like she was running behind JT because he was, he was getting to the, the puzzle pieces first, untying them and carrying them back himself. And Aaron was just like running back and back and forth. Um, so, yeah. So it was those people on the same, same tribe or same team in that scenario. Um, black team ended up having like, uh, coach and Steven paired up together because they had to run out in twos and they had, um, Sierra and, uh, Taj paired up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I forgot that Taj had to basically stick her head through the hole to carry it back. Yeah, and, which, and uh, Jeff, Jeff was like, uh, watch out because you could snap your neck if you <laughs> drop, the, drop the puzzle while you're running. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was a little bit worried to see that. Um, so that happened. And then... Oh, okay. I remember where I was going to go now. I thought that it was a little strange that... You know, you got, you paired up the two guys together, uh, and then you paired up the two women together again, right? I know that women can be strong and all that, but Aaron is a very petite lady. So I feel like it would have made more sense for her to have been paired up with probably coach in that situation. I must see her. Yeah. Did I keep saying Aaron? Yeah, you keep... I keep... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, now, you couldn't even remember Aaron's name to start off with, and now you're getting her confused with Sierra. Because, I mean, what have either of them done? Anyways. Anyways. So, it would. I think, in my head, it would have made more sense for, uh, like, Taj and um, Stephen to pair up, and then Sierra and Coach to pair up. But, at the same time, I could see why Coach wouldn't want to do that. He just did not like Sierra at all. But Yeah, they were pretty neck to neck there for a while. They were neck to neck at least from getting the puzzles or getting the puzzles in their slots. But then when it came to actually rearranging them and looking through the holes, the red team just blew them right out of the water and yeah. got there. Because the black team didn't even get their letters before the red team done got their letters and put together the puzzle. That's true. Which I felt like the puzzle was super obvious what it was. Like, Debbie was like, feast, feast. And then once they got feast, it was just like, Psh. Yeah, uh, that's true. But, but, while they were fairly neck and neck, as far as carrying the pieces back, right at the end, the very last one that Aaron and Taj had to bring back, uh, they kind of fell behind, and I think that's what ended up giving the red team enough of an advantage for them to, you know, work through it super fast. So all that to say is I was I'm right, uh, and they should have paired. <laughs> they should have done their pairings differently. The black team. Should. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, what did they end up winning? They were winning a feast. And Coach, he was so excited because he might got the chance to see this, like, this dance, which is like fighting, but not fighting with, like, physical contact. But it's like fighting and dancing at the same time called, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this, Caparilla, I think that's what it is. And yeah. he was all excited because I'm sure Coach, he's probably done that before. So <laughs> he was probably hoping that he could go out there and show off his uh Caparilla skills. Um, he probably would have said that he's done something similar to that. 
I'm sure. That sounds like something you would have said. They and they also got to eat a bunch of well, it looked like pulled pork barbecue, kinda. Um, yeah. Well how crazy would it have been if like Coach got to go on that reward trip and then when he was there one of the uh, like indigenous people was like, Oh hey coach, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, coach, the Amazon isn't even anywhere near there, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. is They're it? in the Brazilian highlands. Amazon, uh, that's in Brazil. Is it? Okay. I see. My geography skills are garbage, so I didn't know that. That that would have been really funny, actually. I wish that would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> but he's lying, so it wouldn't have happened. Anyways. Um. And then Stephen, Stephen gets chosen to go to Exile Island because um, Brendan last time got voted out with the idol in his pocket. And so they thought, well, now's a chance. If one's been taken out of the game, they probably will introduce another one, which I, I would think that they would have. And then so they select Stephen to go so he can get the clue to the idol. And then he gets there and then... It's just the same clue to the same idol. And he's like, crap, I'm here for no reason, pretty much. Yeah. What I also found very interesting is while he was there, he's like, yeah, now I have a chance to get two idols in my possession. Uh, so yeah. does he still have Taj's idol? Like, Taj, what are you doing, baby? Apparently he, he, he got... still has it in his possession. So technically it's his, even <laughs> though Taj may think that, oh, it's hers. She, I'm just letting Steven hold she it. She can't do that. No. No, Taj, get it back now. Like, I know you ain't got nowhere to hide it. Honestly, at this point, just wear it proudly. Like, cause I would, I would much rather do that than me not be able to use it when I need it because I'm trusting this person. I don't know. Do you think, which I, which you know how the season ends, but it would be really crazy if, like, Taj gets to a, tribal council and was like oh it might be me tonight and then she like at tribal council she's like hey Stephen give me my idol and Stephen's like nah I ain't giving you the idol bye I would I would oh my god if that happens dude that I, would be epic I, it will be epic and probably will submit Stephen as being at least top five players all time for me if that happens but I have a feeling that it's not, but I would be so amazing if it did. I like, uh, I want that to happen now. Please let that happen. Please let that happen. So, and then what? what, what so was, while Debbie and Aaron and JT and, and, and Tyson were at the reward, um, Aaron, or Sierra, dang it. Yes, <laughs> Sierra's. She's still. She's trying to plead the coach, and she's making this like, "Would I?" Be? And and you could see the like. I give Sierra props for not giving up and fighting and still trying to like chip away, even though the odds are so stacked against her. I do admire that in her, and she's and she, I, this is another thing. Like this is the kind of pitch you need to be making, especially to coach. She's like, well, would you be the coach if, if you weren't there? And if, if uh, you weren't there, uh, 
coaching me and, and hyping me up at these challenges because you know I can do better? Would I not be the strong person I am that you believed I was? You know, if I wasn't here trying to make this pitch to you and she's just like crying and it's like, oh my God, like, yeah, I felt, I felt for her in that moment. And coach is just like, you know, I, I want to, you know, as a coach, I want to like uplift people when they're down and I want to be, you know, you know, have help people when they're down and, and, you know, I, I feel for it and I want to help her out. But at the same time, she was the one that wrote my name down. Yeah, I think that was probably the best route she could have gone with coach. Like stroking the dude's ego, honestly, is the probably the easiest way to keep coach close to you and okay with you. And she just didn't do it enough uh before that so it honestly i I feel like we saw coach waver a little bit um in his conviction about voting for her in that moment and so so i'm wondering if maybe if she would have kept that up if um she could eventually flip coach so i honestly yeah probably not the right as we discussed earlier not the best route that she could have possibly taken but she got close with that one, I think. Um, there was something else I was going to say um, about the reward challenge. Anyway, so so we move on from there. You know, she's making her pitch to coach. Honestly, I think she should she would have benefited more from trying to talk to Taj in that moment um, because coach and Taj just, from what we can tell, don't really ever have any kind of strategic interaction with each other. So, you know. Might as well give it a shot. Why not? I mean, she was already trying to... Taj already kind of was wanting to work with Brendan a little bit. And so she she could have... Sierra could have went and been like, Hey, listen, I know that Brendan messed up by... You know, or that we both, you know, messed up by not coming to you sooner. You know, whenever we first merged. Uh, and I'm here to try and reconcile that. You know, make reconciliation. I want to apologize is there any way that we can still do the secret alliance or something like that? Yeah. I I think that would have been a pretty good way for her to go. Why she didn't, I have no idea. Yeah. I think she should have, I mean, who knows? We, we not, not have seen all of it. She could have went to Taj, you know, cause she was out there. She was fighting and really trying to make her pitch. So I wouldn't see why she wouldn't have gone to Taj and, uh, try to make a pitch to her to kind of stay in the game. But um, I guess from there, we go to the Shuffleboard Immunity Challenge. And it, oh, yeah. it has like a twist in the very beginning where... Uh, where and then this is the the twist usually at the beginning of the Immunity Challenge where is Jeff goes, well, if you feel so safe and secure in this game, you can sit out. And, um, pizza. He gives them a rock. Yeah, it's for pizza. And I heard that the pizza's not too good. I'm pretty sure Steven says, like, oh, it's like cardboard, pretty much. So, but when you're out there starving to death, you, you know, he was sure chomping it down, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Then it was like raining. They're all sitting there shivering to death and like wrapped up in blankets and stuff. And so Sierra, she knows. She has to win this. There ain't no way in the world she is 
sitting out for pizza. She has to win this. It's do or die. And so for, uh, so Jeff, he gives them all a rock. And if you're playing, show your hand and it will be nothing. If you're sitting out, show the rock and coach JT and Steven are the ones that sit out. And so it leaves Tyson to have to be the one to kind of make sure Sierra doesn't win. And Tyson, he's pretty aggravated by this. Like, what the heck? Now I get, now I like, I want to have pizza too. And you're putting all this on me. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense, right? Tyson had just been to the feast. And honestly, Tyson spoke about wanting to win three in a row. So I think, I don't think there's any way that Tyson was ever really going to sit out in that challenge. You know, no matter how much he kind of complained about it. I think, you know, he just wanted to complain and just make it look like that. So the, you know, it, it ends up kind of making him look stronger to phrase it, to frame the whole thing that way. It's like, you know, I'm the one that's staying in when my people, a part of my alliance are like, oh, I'm going to go eat. You know, that kind of thing. So I think that's what that mostly was. Um, with that said, though, uh, like I said, it makes sense that Tyson didn't because he just got back from that feast. Um, and it made 100% sense to me that Stephen wanted to. He just got back from being on Exile Island for two days, probably not eating a whole lot. Eating a whole lot. Um, and then JT, I just... I, I don't I don't get it. JT, he's a hungry man. He's he's got to have his food, you know. He just came back from the feast. He's got to have that pizza. He, no one's going to vote him out anyway, so it's like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, as far as the not getting voted out part, I get it. Like, I, I mean, the dude's safe. Everybody freaking loves him from, you know, what we learned from the uh, the next reward challenge which i think is fairly fun anyways we'll get to that um yeah so like if all of them sitting out kind of makes sense well coach i guess was hungry but for no 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 i take it back coach sitting out makes no sense at all the dude you know maybe he didn't get to eat at the feast but he does not like he went to exile and didn't have anything to eat at all and then for all the garbage that he talks about being such a strong player and all that and wanting to do everything he can to get Sierra out, then he just sits down and is like, yeah, I'm going to eat. So, no, no. Everything Coach did that episode, these last two episodes, just kind of betrayed everything that he's trying to build himself up to be. Yeah, and it's it's do or die here at this challenge for Sierra. She has to win. They get three pucks each to kind of to throw down this like course uh, and try to land it as close as they can to the X. And it comes down to like, the last round of each pucks. And Tyson, he's in the lead. He's got his puck close, and then it comes to Sierra. She slides hers. She knocks Tyson's out of the way, and she's right next to the X. Sierra, she's pumped. She's dancing. She's like, "Oh my God, yes, I finally did it. I, I won. I needed to because if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be gone." And uh, 
Debbie still has a chance to go, but then you see Coach over there and Tyson's just like, oh my God, look at her just dancing and fist pumping and doing all this because she thinks she's winning. And then here, here comes Debbie with her puck and she slides it, bam, knocks Sierra's out and she wins. And you can see Sierra just like, oh crap. Like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that had to, that, that is, I don't know, do you think that's like top 10? Set uh, when getting ripped out of your cell moments and and survivor. It could be. It's just man, she had it. She was just there, and if if Debbie did not have knocked hers out the way, then she would have won. She could have saved herself, and uh, she or she would have been safe with the immunity. And she came close. And um, so, if she had won it, who do you think they would have went after? Aaron. They would have went after Tyson, because he went home anyways. Well, yeah, but they wouldn't have told Tyson that. So, like, what would who they who would Tyson coach and Debbie be like? Yeah, we need to go after because right they whenever coach goes to talk to. I think they would have said either Aaron or Taj because they can't say Debbie because. Tyson thinks like, oh, they got the the Warrior Alliance is what it's called, or the uh, I've heard Coach refer to it as the Power Alliance or the Warrior Alliance. So they obviously JT or Stephen can't tell Tyson, oh, it's going to be Debbie. I think it. W- I mean, they would say Taj or Aaron, one of those two. So probably Aaron. That that would be my guess. Yeah. Um, because right in the next episode, some conversations happen and they, uh, uh, they, the, the people talking like listed out as Aaron being the next one to go home, uh, or listed out as Sarah and then Aaron. So I think, you know, if Sierra had won, they would just jump straight to Aaron in that situation. But um, things don't go all as planned, you know. I can't. I can't word that made no sense grammatically. Things don't go okay. Things don't always go as you plan. There we go. I forgot. Forgot to put in always. Anyways, um, and you know, Stephen uh, and Taj and Aaron are just kind of sitting up under their hut. You know, while uh, everybody else is kind of way doing their own thing, and Stephen, I'm pretty sure it was Stephen and Josh. Here. I read this, Joshua. and it says Aaron was the one that mentioned it, and I, I, I know mm-hmm. for a fact now, Aaron mm-hmm. was the first one to mention it. It wasn't Stephen, even though the well, uh, previously on tried to make it like Stephen mm-hmm. said it. It was Aaron that brought it up first. Anyways, anyways, the court is still out. Um, I don't care if he has facts or not. We live in a world where facts don't matter. <laughs> anyways, political statements aside. Um, so it ends up somehow or another Tyson's name gets brought up because the dude finally lost uh, individual immunity challenge because he won the previous two, right? Uh, so he 
puts himself out there as a pretty strong player. He's possibly within uh, the strongest uh, alliance at the moment uh, between Coach, himself, uh, Debbie, JT, and Steven. You know, uh, so if if he, you know, there may not come another chance where he gets to, you know, they're going to get an opportunity to vote him out. So the ideas, you know, starts cropping up. It's like, hey, maybe, maybe we should get rid of him while we got the chance. Yeah, I think that was the move. I think that was a very smart move because, really, you're going to get rid of Sierra, who can't hardly win any challenges, against Tyson, who's a huge physical threat. And it also gives JT a possible chance to win some immunities if with Tyson being gone. So, yeah, exactly. And I don't, I don't really like the way that um, Stephen framed it to uh, JT because because Stephen was like, yeah, you know how it is. You know, people uh, every season somebody always gets on a run and they win challenge after challenge after challenge, and and then Stephen's like, yeah, you know, we want you to do that. And I'm like, what do you mean you want him to do that? Why? Like, okay, there's a point of, you know, making somebody feel comfortable. Uh, you know, to, you know, it's kind of stroke their ego a little bit. But I really believe that everybody there except maybe coach <laughs> just have like resigned themselves to losing to JT. And I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very strange, but um, so once we do get the tribal counts, it is like a back and forth between Sierra and Tyson. And Tyson, you can tell that he's comfortable that he's he's in the power position. He didn't even bring a bag. Yeah, he didn't bring no bag. He's like, it's obvious, Sierra, she's going home, and he's out there to give her the last kick out the door and (laughs) he's just like and then sarah's just like you know tyson he's always after me he's always trying to belittle me and all this and that and uh tyson's just like i don't care i hope she cries at tribal council that would be funny (laughs) would you ever would you ever not bring your bag to the tribal council if you got to play Nope, I'd bring it every... Even if I think 100% I'm safe, I think... Because that does make a statement. If you don't bring your bags to tribal council, people notice that. There have been interviews where people's like, oh, if you, you need to bring your bag with you because, the, I mean, people do notice that. If you don't bring your bag, that shows how cocky you are that you're not going to go home. Do they get their stuff back if they leave it at camp? I mean, after the game's over with. Oh, man. I wonder if anybody's ever left something, like, really important to them in the bag and then got voted off and then had to wait until the season was over to get it back. Like a picture of a loved one or something like that. I'm not sure. Now, if it was something like that, maybe they would get it and bring it to them. I'm not sure, but... Hmm. But, yeah, so Tyson ended up getting voted off. And, like I said earlier... Um, it was kind of a surprise to Sierra because nobody spoke to her because 
JT was like, listen, if we're going to do this, I don't want Sierra to know that we're doing it. I don't want her to think that we're working with her. So, so I don't, I just don't get it. Like they, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, for JT to not be okay with her, but gonna like to that extent, you're just going to be like, F this girl. I don't yeah. even want her to know that she could possibly be safe tonight. And Coach and Debbie were shocked. They were blindsided because they did not see it coming. They thought Sierra was the one going home. And, yeah, that's they were shocked. And that's where that episode leads ends. <laughs> and so was Tyson because in his uh, exit interview or whatever you tell, he was like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have got too cocky. And, you know, I thought I had it in my bag. Obviously, it was a shock to me and... So, yeah, he thought he had it in the bag so much so that he left the bag at camp. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so from here, um, we go into episode eleven, right? Episode eleven. Yes, yes, pretty sure it's episode eleven. Um, and it starts off with Coach and Debbie. Actually, no, 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 no. It starts off with JT and Steven, like, trying to apologize to Coach. Like, so, would you do that? Would you go to the person that you just blindsided and apologize to them? Uh, I don't know. I don't think necessarily what they did was, like, that bad. I think they were like, sorry, Coach, we had to do that because we know how close y'all were and... We knew that you weren't going to vote for him anyways, and we need to get rid of him for our game. And it's so crazy because both Debbie and Coach were like, oh, I'm glad you didn't tell us because, uh, oh, I would have felt so horrible knowing that he would have went home. And it was just like, what? And it was like, and then Stephen had his confession where he was like, oh, everything we did was just the greatest thing ever, where they were like, oh, that was the best blindside. Oh, and it was just like, you know, and, and Steven makes a very good point where it's like, oh, I'd much rather have them blowing up and mad and pissed off instead of just being like, oh, kind of like um, congenial and trying to be kind of sneaky or underhanded. Yeah, I agree. It um, So from there, it goes from, you know, them apologizing and them being super... You know, like, I'm sorry, we knew, did you, blah, blah. Anyways, I wouldn't have done it. I think, like, you own what you do. Because what they were doing was just trying to mend bridges that they've started to burn. Like, the bridges that kind of started to smolder. Which, I mean, Coach was probably okay with because he wants to stay in the game. Um, he probably, probably made him feel a little bit more safe knowing that they, you know, wanted to keep his trust to a point, or at least make it seem that way, which, I don't know, how much of it do you think played into the fact that there were still four Tabira uh, tribe people left? Mm. Yeah, I think because they were like, oh, guess what, there's four Tabira and only three of them, or three of the Jalapal left, I think for coach and for debbie it was like maybe that's our way out maybe that's our way of getting the numbers back is maybe reforming the timbira alliance and then we can start knocking out 
Jalapau again, and then Tempura can be back on top. Yeah, I think that was their that would have been their best way of going, but but they did nothing this episode to try to endear themselves to Sierra in the slightest, like at all. It's this seems to be a tradition in Survivor, and you pointed it out uh, in comparing it to Survivor Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, where people just shut down completely at all the notion of the possibility of working with a particular person because they let this ideal, well, in Coach's case, this ideal, and in other people's cases, their emotions of how they feel about a person to get in the way of, you know, working with that person. Like, they've already resigned themselves. Like, no. Period. With the T. Yeah, I felt like it was pretty interesting how this episode was kind of like the antithesis of the last episode where we had... And, you know, the last episode, we have um, Aaron pouring out her heart to Coach and Debbie and like, oh, I made a mistake. Let's just let's get together. Let's, you know, you know, I know I made a mistake, but we can still work together. And then on this one, you had pretty much Coach and Debbie like, oh, well, let's work together. Let's get Tempira back together. And, you know, it's, it's like the tables have turned. And, <laughs> of course, uh Sierra's like, well, hmm, you didn't show me much uh, courtesy last time, so screw you guys. Yeah, and, and granted, right, uh, I get how Sierra felt. Um, do you think that was the best play for her, though? Like, do you think she actually could have trusted Coach and um, Debbie? No, because I think, right, because after that, Coach went straight to dang, uh that's JT true. and Steven was like, oh, well, Sierra, guess what she's trying to do? She's trying to get Tim Beard together when it was actually coaching Debbie was trying to no, get. No, no, it wasn't. Don't you dare to file uh-huh. and defame, you know, coaches two main things, his integrity and his courage. Don't you dare do that, Josh. <laughs> you respect the Dragon Slayer. He's he did not lie. Changing the game. They yeah. edited the show. To make it look like he was lying. Everybody is out to get coach. And make him look like he is less than what he is. Okay. Don't you ever. Ever again. I'll never doubt coach again. Never. Okay. Like. Listen. I kind of wanted to keep it a secret. But. I I ended up. I ended up. um, Buying some underwear with coach's face on it. Uh, because I need that kind of power all the time. Like I, I've worn them for like the past three weeks straight. I haven't. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I don't know what where that came from. I'm bad at ad lib. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways. <laughs> So after that, we pretty. So you don't, you don't think Sierra could have trusted Debbie and Coach, and possibly gotten Aaron to uh, side with them. Even if she was entertaining Coach and Debbie, there, I don't think there was no way that Aaron would would go uh, go with them. So I think they would still be out That's in true. the numbers. That's true. Yeah. Well, you say that 
if they would have brought up the right person, um, Aaron may have gone with them from how we see how she voted. Mm, Maybe, but I don't, I don't think, uh, coach would have went. I don't think he, I don't think there's no way coach would have voted for JT or Steven in that moment. Cause I think in his mind, both of them are a big part of his in game plans. Which is to lose. Oh, like this is his whole idea of wanting to keep the strongest around, right? That's entertaining. Like that would be pretty cool to see, you know, three people who have had the literal best game throughout the whole season go up against each other for kind of a nail biter. But Survivor is a game of odds, and you want the odds to be, you know, in your favor as best as you possibly can. So. Like, his whole thing is stupid. Well, and even Coach, or even Jeff, calls out Coach. Because uh, he's like, well, I'm out here to change the game, and I'm out here to bring the strongest. And uh, Jeff's like, hmm, well, uh, you voted out Brandon. Brandon's strong, ain't he? <laughs> And he's like, well, you know, um, well, this is actually, uh, it's because he went to head-to-head with me. Like, if we have a, a bond and alliance together, but then you try to subvert me, and then we go to head-to-head, well, then, you know, it's war at that point and then you know uh at that point i had to do my dragon slayer thing and slay the dragon but and and after all this we do go to the reward challenge in this reward challenge we see where it's the uh like superlative slash coconut challenge deal where they have to answer this questionnaire about different uh questions uh, uh, you had to answer somebody that's still left into the game, and um, and then what they compile all everybody's answers, and then they have to an- ask each of the players, and then okay. they have to answer who they thought the majority answered. Okay, so do you have a list of the questions, right? No, I don't. Can you can you get a list of the questions? Because before we move on, before we move on, uh. Uh, to um, like how the how the whole reward challenge went. I would like for us to both answer the superlative questions and see if we how you know how much we agree. I I don't think there's any way I can get the actual questions and stuff. Wait, then they go through the questions on the show. Yeah. Is it not? Is it not listed there? No, uh, they just have like a brief description of it. But I think the first one was who is the person that's not living up to their best attempt, best potential. And everyone said coach and even coach said coach because, of course, he's like, oh, well, I still got so much to, you know, live up to. Would you agree with that? Who's living? Up, who's not living up to it? I'd say probably, I would have said Sierra in that moment. You would have said Sierra? Yeah. I would have said Coach because of how much garbage he talks. (laughs) Like, you sit here and you tell all these big stories and you want to, anyways, anyways, we've read on that stuff enough. So I would have said Coach. What are some other questions? Uh, Who's the person you trust the most? Yeah, that was... Uh, they all picked JT. Yeah. 
Who? That was like, and then the other one, the obvious one was like, who, who would you trust your life with? And then that was JT. Um, who, who was one of them? Who the weakest player is? I can't remember. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. But I know for a fact that poor Sierra. Of course, Sierra was the first one to be eliminated. Bam, bam, bam. She was eliminated within the first round, I think. And uh, it comes down, I can't remember the order of people who gets knocked out, but it comes down to uh, Taj and Steven, because uh, everybody else gets knocked out. They Steven doesn't have any of his knocked out. He still has three uh, ropes left, and then Taj, she has two ropes left, because Steven had knocked hers out. And then... As we go along, it goes head-to-head between Steven and Taj, and Taj, uh, well, Steven uh, gets all his answers right, and then uh, Steven is the winner of the reward challenge, which I guess, then this is a, a big indication for me, is that when people who win this challenge are the people who really know what's happening in the game, they, they're the ones that are the most observant, who are noticing how how people are being uh, viewed by other people in the game. And I feel like that is a, a very um, keen skill to have in this game, a very crucial skill to have how you're being perceived and how others are perceiving other people. And that is a, a very useful skill to navigate your way through the game of Survivor. And so Steven won this one, which... I think is it's not shocking, and it's also who has the most social pool in the game. I would I, uh, when we first started watching this, I thought for sure it was JT who was going to win. Like, who the heck's going to chop JT's? Because everybody loves JT, but it was actually Steven who no one ever really came after. They came after each other before they even went for Steven and Taj actually, because it was only until Steven had no other choice but to get Taj that he went after her. So both of them have some kind of social pull in the game for none of the other people to want to go after them. Yeah, so for as much as people say they trust JT, finally, at least, it seems like there's some realization that JT is a dangerous player, at least that we get to see on screen. Uh, by the fact that they went and chopped his rope and he didn't end up winning this challenge. So I was happy to see that because good Lord. And honestly, right now, I think in my head, the person who is controlling this game the most is Steven. I think right now, if I were on the jury and I got the pick, I would vote Steven to win. I don't think anybody's playing the game better than him, uh, at least not from a strategic standpoint. And honestly, I think his social game isn't terrible either, right? He's managed to keep all the right friends. Um, the only downside is, is that I think everybody just likes JT more than they like Steven. So I think that would be the only reason that Steven would lose. So hopefully... Steven will soon make uh, a move to try and get rid of JT. Yeah, and so when Steven wins this, he has to make a crucial 
decision here. Who goes to Exile Island? And so he chooses to send Aaron to Exile Island. She doesn't seem too happy about it. No, not especially considering she ends up voting for him. Yeah, which I'm so shocked. Was like, was she really that mad about him? About him sending her to Exile Island that he that she voted for him? Like that's crazy. Yeah. I'm and I'm interested to see if that vote is going to have any impact in, at the beginning of the next episode. I am too, because like if I'm Stephen, well, no, I think if I'm Stephen. I would want to make a big deal out of it, but I think the proper move is to not make a big deal out of it. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of conflicted. But also, like, Steven's personality doesn't seem to be the kind to make a big deal out of it. So, I don't think anything will come of it. But you could, she wrote something up underneath it uh, whenever it's, she wrote yeah, it. Maybe. Never again. Swear. Yeah, never swear, never again, swear. And I think that what she says is like, "I'm never voting for you again." Swear. Like, why then? Like, she she told Sierra that she wasn't going to write Sierra's name down. So I guess she just wrote somebody, some random person's name down. Yeah, I guess she could like. Well, Stephen's not going to get any votes. Might as well just throw a vote to him because I know that if I do vote for him, that it's not going to end up sending him home or something. Yeah, thought that meant she was like, I don't ever want to go to uh, what's it called again, Exile Island again, or something like that. That might be it then. Never again. Swear that you're not going to send me to Exile Island again. Yeah, that was that was my guess. That might be it then. But, um, so, once Steven wins, he also has to choose two other people to go with him. And, obviously, he chooses his Jalapal people to go with him, Taj and JT. And that sends all the old Timbira, Sierra, along with Coach and Debbie, back to camp. And so, while they go off and enjoy their home-cooked meal with the... Uh, indigenous people um uh sierra and coach and debbie are back at camp and so coach and debbie they're like hey let's try to get timbera back together yeah and sierra was like nah dog f y'all like i tried yesterday or however long it is in between three days ago to um to do something you're just like no and then coach instead of being mature about it got super mad he's like Sarah right now tell me who you lord to right now tell me tell me you lord me or you gonna be lord to them like cause he sounded like a child <laughs> and she was like listen I don't think I'm lord to anybody right now um and so, and then in the confessional, she was like, "If I am going to be loyal to somebody, it's going to be the people who seem to understand the game and make smart moves." Uh, which I don't know what her litmus test is for smart moves. If it's like keeping her around, is her is is her way of testing if they're making smart moves or not? <laughs> but aside from that, it was it was fun to see. Um, like fighting, honestly, because it was entertaining for one, but 
because like you get to sit there and be like, Look, dude, these people are so illogical with the things that they're saying. It, it hurts me. Um, and then you also have Debbie, who's just like, I'm just going to be over emotional and, and you're just a meanie. Uh. Yeah, I know. This was what drove me crazy. Cause it was, it was our Sierra that was going to Debbie and was like, let's talk, let's do game. And then, now that Debbie's not getting what she wants out of Aaron or out of Sierra, she's just going crazy. Now she's like, and just like whining and crying about it. It's like, well, now the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. You were so rude to Sierra when uh, she was trying to make a pitch to her. And then now, you know, yeah. what comes around goes around. Yeah, yeah, definitely seems that way. I, every time, every time you say, "Oh, the tables have turned," I keep thinking of that that phrase from The Office, something about the turntables. Oh, uh-huh. how the turntables have yeah. turned. I don't know. As anyways, that's something Chelsea would say, and that's why it keeps coming to mind. Um. So yeah. So from there on, uh, things just like there's no progress between the two of them. Um. So they come back. And Coach, you know, being kind of like the antithesis of everything that he stated that he is, he goes to JT and just tells a bold-faced lie, like the most bold-faced lie ever. And, right, I'm pretty sure we said this earlier in the episode, but it's not so much the fact that he did it, it's how he's carried himself thus far. And he's been like, I'm never going to tell a lie. Never, ever, 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 ever. Because I am the most virtuous man ever. Uh, and then he does it. And so, if if he hadn't have carried himself that way, like, all throughout the rest of the season, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But since, since you know, the hypocrisy is just so friggin' huge... Uh, in this instance, it just makes me like, yes, this was the moment that I was like, okay, I'm ready for Coach to leave now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not entertaining anymore. He's, you know, spouting a bunch of philosophical nonsense that he isn't even really attempting to live up to. You know, so it it kind of like crossed into a personal spot for me. I'm like, oh, please leave now. Yeah, so when... The Jalapal people get back from their reward. Coach goes to JT. He says, Sierra, she, she, as soon as we were back at camp, she wanted to talk about getting Tim Bear together. And he goes, he's like, you know, when she brought that up, I said, no way. Ain't no way. I would never turn against JT or Steven. I gave him my word and that's it. I would never do it. I don't know why she even brought the whole Tim Bear thing back together. And then the he whole threw time, Debbie under the bus too. Yeah, he threw Debbie like Debbie said it too, and and the whole time while this is going on, Sierra's talking with Stephen, and Sierra's like, "Oh yeah, they were trying to pull me in. They were trying to get Tambira back together." And so Stephen's like, "Up, oh, yep, that makes a lot of sense. They're trying to get back together. Like he's worried about this uh, Tambira resurgence." And so after everything's said and done, JT or Steven goes back to JT and Coach, and Coach's like, Steven, my man, what's up? I was like, I just thought that was so weird, like how he's like hopping up Steven as like, he's my man, that's my guy right there. Wizard. Yeah. And then 
coach eventually leaves and then JT and Steven are talking and they're comparing notes and they're like, hmm, coach is telling me one thing. Sierra's saying one thing. And so like, and then JT's like, can we even really trust coach right now? What's like, (laughs) you know, if, if Sierra's telling the truth, then that means coach is lying to me. And I think that was a huge thing with JT because, Coach, I think for the most part, has been truthful with JT because he respects him so much. And then now he's lying to him. Which, again, JT can't really hold that against him too much because their very first conversation, JT told a bold faced lie. But I don't know if Taj has the idol. He knew Taj had the idol. Anyways, I just remembered something from episode 10. Uh, right after. You know, the morning after they had voted Brendan out. Um, and I'm only saying this just because I think it's funny. Uh, uh, Coach is out in the water doing his little Tai Chi stuff. And um, then it cuts to him doing like a confessional. <laughs> During the confessional, he, he lets out like a Super Saiyan scream or something. <laughs> it was so funny. This dude is... Mm. yeah anyways uh, that's all that's all I want to say about that real fast because I didn't want to forget that (laughs) (laughs) the dragon slayer has been born (laughs) yeah that was that was pretty funny and so uh, now this brings in uh, an idea with JT like alright well if he's lying to me maybe I will vote out coach over uh, Sierra and so uh, at that point we go into the immunity challenge and the immunity challenge is what was it oh yeah it was like the grappling hook thing where they had to each get three bags and the first three people to get the grapple three bags gets to move on to the second phase and the second phase is that you got to navigate a ball through a table maze and then whoever gets the ball first wins and so um we get to the challenge and the first three people to get it are uh jt coach and debbie right Mm -hmm. and so (coughs) um or jt he's heading out pretty fast with it and coach is kind of taking his time getting there going and um, jt falls or JT's ball falls down and he has to restart. Debbie, she keeps falling, keeps the her ball falling. And Coach, he's ever so getting there, getting there, getting there. And so JT, he's like rushed because Coach is almost there. So he's rushing through and he's actually making it pretty far. And then once he gets to like the last second, he tries to make his pit, his make his last little move to get ahead of Coach. And he uh, rushes it and the ball goes in. Coach takes his time. And he is Dragon Slayer. Oh God! The ball goes in there, and he I wins. I forgot about that. And then, like after he wins, oh. like that's all he could talk about. Once they get back, to, he's like, "Oh, oh, did you did you hear me say yell out Dragon Slayer when I won the challenge?" And he, like, of course, he got to like continue yeah. talking about how well, great he was at that, that challenge. Yeah, and then he was like, "Of course, I won that challenge. <laughs> it was a challenge about being able to concentrate the best." And like, out of he's I like, mean, really, yes, out of all of us here. 
who concentrates the best? He's like, all the thoughts and the focus and the oh, prayers. Yeah, like, nice. this was exactly what I needed. This was and, the challenge for me to win. And I think he did need to win that challenge. Because you think he bef- would have went home? I think it's possible. Well, I think his name would have came up more. Because right before they went to the challenge, Stephen and um, JT, it was shown... It's shown them discussing the possibility of voting for coach. Yep. So I think his name would have came up more. I don't know that the the results would have changed. Um, so I don't. Mm, I would probably lean on the side of him not going home, even though I would really have wanted him to. Well, and so now that coach is safe, the focus goes on to do we get rid of Sierra or do we get rid of Debbie? And so uh, they have their pros and their cons. Sierra, we did, in a way, work with her in the last, or I think in the way Sierra takes it, like, oh, they were working with me to get rid of Tyson. And I don't necessarily think, I think it just so happens that they were going voting Tyson and then she just happened to vote Tyson because she hates Tyson. And so, um, and then, you know, they have Aaron working with them. And so with, with Debbie, Debbie is trying to stir up trouble and trying to throw uh, Sierra under the bus and she's trying to keep herself safe. And so Stephen's like, well, you know, we can't, you know, we can't underestimate Debbie here because she's a, you know, she's a, a threat here too. And so they're kind of figuring out Debbie or Sierra. And ultimately we know that they went with Sierra, which I think was a good idea because I think coach and Debbie still think like, Oh, we can still work with JT and Steven. We got that spinal four solid alliance. While if they did vote out Debbie, that might've ended up cutting ties with coach fully. And then Sierra, she's kind of rogue. They're not really solid with her. JT, I know for sure doesn't trust her. So, you know, at least if they vote out Sierra, they have a working relationship with everybody there because they've been working with Aaron. Taj, obviously, is a part of their original Jalapal alliance. And then Coach and Debbie also thinks, like, oh, we got this Final Four thing. The Warrior Alliance must still be together because they could have gotten rid of me over Sierra. Yeah, I think I would have wanted to get rid of um, Debbie. Like, okay, so from a viewer perspective, I would want Debbie to leave because I think keeping Sierra around is a lot more entertaining. Um, because honestly, at this point, Debbie is just kind of a, a sheep to me. Uh, I don't think, aside from that one immunity challenge that she won, she's not really done much. Uh, so, and I think at least with keeping Sierra around, there's always going to be some kind of drama getting stirred up, which is fun to watch. Yeah, I feel like you can see Debbie when she really has to be like forced to kind of play the game to stay in it. Like before she's just been kind of, you know, in cruise control where she's just been able to like, Oh, I don't really have to play the game. I can just focus on all this other kind of survivor stuff, camp life and all this, which I think she loves that part of it and the challenges. But then when she's has to, you know, there's all this drama and stuff and all, you know, all this backstabbing when she finally gets backstabbed at the last tribal council, that's, you know, even at the tribal council 
where there, and she says, you know, I don't care about all the drama and stuff. That's not what I'm, a, you know, Survivor is about for me. So. Yeah, and I think she doesn't understand the game fully if she can't appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's and that's why, right? That I think that she's just a sheep. She she's not gonna win. Um, I feel fairly confident about that, uh, or even make a real play at winning, uh, for that matter. She may get final three, but only because she she can't beat anybody. Um, honestly, right now, who do you think, if you were playing in that season, with everybody that's left, who would be the person that you would want to take to final three that you know you could beat? Probably Sierra. Sierra? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because everybody hates her. That's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I th- personally, I think I would take Coach. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I can kind of see Coach. Because, um, like... No one really takes that guy seriously. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, he, Tyson might vote for him. And Debbie. But other than those two, I don't... Br- Brendan's not... Sarah's definitely not. Um, I don't think Stephen would. JT, maybe? Maybe? Probably not, though. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think, honestly, the best two people to keep around if it is a final three is uh, Sierra or Coach. Sierra and Coach, honestly, would be the best combination. Yeah. Um... And then we go to Tribal Council, and um, Sierra, she's like, all right, I'm telling the truth, they're lying, and after, and she calls him out, she's like, for this guy to be so, I'm changing the game, and integrity, and all this, he bold-faced lies about me trying to get the Timbira Alliance, and she calls him out, and then uh, Coach, he, he's like, the Bible. he's just like, well, you know, uh, I cannot sit back and, and let anybody uh, attack my honor and integrity because I've played this game. And I've, I've never lied or schemed about anything. And when I give you my my, uh, my word, it means everything. And uh, I, I cannot just sit back here and, and let someone, you know, uh, just uh, come after my, my integrity because that's what I, I value the most. That man's a... I had all intentions of coming to tribal council tonight and, uh, you know, offering an apology to, uh, to, uh, to Sierra, you know, the same way that, uh, Stephen, the first martyr in the New Testament, uh, like says, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. You know, I was going to do that, but now that she's, she's come and she's still doing it here at tribal council to ruin my reputation. I just, I can't, I'm, I'm done with her. like dude please why did you have to win the immunity challenge please go home so in the end it is Sierra that goes home JT and Steven do decide to go with Coach and Debbie how did the votes break down would it have been a tie had Aaron voted for um, the Debbie pretty sure Um, potentially Let's see here. 
So if yeah, one, two, three, no, yeah, no, it would have just been it would have been three, yeah, three to four is what it would have been. Why did Jeff read all the votes then? So it was four to two to one was the vote. So that was all. That was all the votes then, right? Yeah. So Jeff normally doesn't read all the votes if it's not necessary. Well, um, yeah, I don't know, but it would it would it would have just been three to four. Oh, okay. So Sierra, she was guaranteed going home. Yeah, I guess that's weird. That's weird because he didn't because. he didn't break it up in a way that whatever. Yeah, JT and Steven voted for Sierra, and then Coach and Debbie voted Sierra. I'm curious to see what the fallout. And then Taj be. and who else voted for Debbie? Taj and Sierra, Sierra voted for Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what the fallout's going to be between. JT and Taj and uh, or Steven and JT and fall out with Taj if that's gonna be anything yeah I don't know that was kind of weird that um, Taj voted for Debbie that's weird yeah it's interesting we'll see what kind of what the fallout will be for um, all these weird votes Aaron voting for Steven Taj voting and not all with JT and Steven, but voting for Debbie for some reason. So maybe it's just because they were like, oh, I'll promise you to not vote for you. Or, yeah. you know, if I make it to the end, you vote for me. That's yeah. what I'm kind of leaning yeah. towards. Well, I think for Taj, it was, she was like, yeah, no, I believe you. I think they're lying. I think that's what it mostly came down to. All right. Well... I guess that's it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Analyst Podcast. Make sure we get more followers than the Survivor Analyst Please, guy. please. Do we have any followers? We have one. We and have that one? guy is Josh Mims. Oh, okay. Sounds like an okay guy. Yeah, kind of shady. <laughs> Sus. If this was uh, Among Us, he'd be ejected. <laughs> but I guess we'll, we'll be back uh, to recap episodes what, 11? Mm-mm, 12, no, 12 and, 13. and 13. Yeah, we'll be back to recap episodes 12 and 13. It looks like the next episode will be the family visit. Is it? So, it'll be are, are they just going to do it over the phone? We'll have to see. That's going to be weird. I hope not. Um, what other questions? Who do you think is going to go home next? Oh, uh, yeah, because I was right in guessing Tyson at the end of the last episode. Um, though I had guessed Steven after watching that episode. After watching episode 10, I'd guess Steven for the next episode, so I was wrong about that. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Taj. I don't want her to go home. I like Taj. I really want her to be coach, but in my head, it feels like it's going to be Taj. All right. We'll see if Dustin is correct again with his prediction of 
Taj being the next person to go home on Survivor Token Chains. I guess that'll be it. We'll see you next time on the next episode. Yeet. Bye. Bye. (laughs)